Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the uh, Level Up podcast. I'm your co-host, Brendan Payne, and I've got a very special guest on this episode, Mr. Abe Sapa. Abe, what has happened? It's been a while since you've been on here. Hey, Brendan. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm yeah. excited to be back on. Yeah, it's good to have you back on. I know we uh, we get together and we talk on a lot of different forums, but um, uh, excited to have you in front of the, uh, the Level Up audience. So today we're talking about... Um, you know, in a market like this, tight inventory, really competitive, kind of a shifting market, I think, in most parts of the country. Um, we can probably agree what the shift means. Who knows? But it's it's changing. And so we're talking today about databases, and we refer to them as a data bank. That's a, a term that I think, Greg, gosh, probably six or eight years ago, um, coined the term data bank because... When you talk about databases in our experience, then that means it brings up that ugly term of like, oh, gosh, I've got a prospect and I've got to talk to people and I've got to fill my database with people. Mm -hmm. And so we're talking about data banks because the data bank is what is going to actually, um, you know, it's what you build your business on. So maybe just go through and in, in, I want to explain a little bit about what a data bank is, but maybe you can be thinking about right now, it, it's always important to have one. There's always a need to build your business around a database, data bank. But um, I want you to kind of think like what's so important right now versus, you know, maybe two years ago or five years down the road and in relationship to, um knowing that a data bank is, there's a, there's a few things that it does for us. One is it's a way that we can put people somewhere that we know we've had a conversation with before, and we can then be able to grow that relationship with them, right? So we talk with people and we get a lot of no's and we have to have something that we can do with them. So we put them in our data bank and then we have a message for them. And over a period of time, they start to see us as a resource. Then as a resource, then we become somebody that is top of mind when they're ready to do a deal. So just with that basics in mind, what makes it so important right now to be building that database, that data bank, if you haven't already, or if you're newer in the business? Yes, I mean, that's a great question. Um, but let me back up a second real quick, because I want to differentiate the difference between a database and a data bank, right? Yeah. So so to me, you're, you're spot on uh, on the importance of a data bank. Um, but I think the biggest difference between a database and a data bank, to, to me, a lot of agents out there have a database, which means mm -hmm. they've got a CRM. Some people have an Excel spreadsheet, whatever it may be, with just a list of names and numbers. If all you have is names and numbers, that's not a data bank. Mm -hmm. okay? It's just a list. Now, you could call it a database. The, the biggest difference is, when you start working that list, as you said, nurturing them and checking in with them and, and communicating with them on a regular basis and start segmenting it, okay, which I think is the most important thing that you can do with a database to turn it into a data bank. This way, you know, at any given moment that, okay, if I needed a listing today, okay, if I was going to come into the office today, I needed to get a listing. I know exactly which 10 people to go to within my database that I can call and have a very high likely chance of getting a listing from them. 
Mm-hmm. So you're able to start segmenting your database in that way. You've got your, your prime leads and then you've got your secondary leads and then you've got your general database after that and have the ability at any time to, to go in and get a listing or scale up your business if you wanted to have a big month. That to me makes it a data bank. It's almost like an ATM machine I could go to at any time and, and be able to withdraw money. Yeah, I like that. I actually wrote down. So one of the differences um, aside with, from having more information, so more than just a name and a phone number and an email, is it's really about a different mindset about it. Yeah. So you're, what you're describing there is it's the ATM part. It's the, it's the bank part. I can go and I want to ramp it up this month. I've got the ability to go to that data bank and actually make withdrawals. Got it. Love it. Okay. Yeah, that, that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. That's that's a huge difference. And then the importance of it now in this market, like you said, it's always important. Like you should have been, when you should have started building a data bank is when you first started the business. Mm-hmm. Okay, but but when it comes to a shift in market, having that relationship with the people inside your data bank, people that you've been talking to for a couple of years and through the ups and the downs and people you've been talking to in the last two years with the COVID uh, craziness that we've had and the way the market's been, that those conversations that you've had over the last couple of years with those people really translates to, to tremendous value when you get into a shift in market. Mm-hmm. Now you've built that trust with them during the time that they weren't selling. You provided value to them. You've had conversations. And now, like my, my belief is there's a, there's a backlog of sellers out there in this country right now that are, that are itching to get in a market. And we're going to see this bottleneck of, of sellers hit the market here real soon. Mm-hmm. So because you and I and, and, and the way we, we train and coach our agents to do is, is build a data bank, you have that ability right now to tap back into the, that data bank and talk to the people you've been talking to the last couple of years and fish out the ones that are ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I, but I think, you know, when it comes to a shifting market, when it comes to uncertainty, when it comes to confusion as to where we headed as an industry, as a, as a, as a market, as a homeowner whether it's a, or, or as a buyer, um, this is the time we're having access to people that you can reach out to that know you, trust you, is, is where it really starts to pan out for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so backing up, you, you mentioned the time to start is when, or, or you should start building the database as soon as you get in the business. Now, there's a lot of people that probably, maybe they're newer and they haven't started it, or they just have the emails and the phone numbers and the names. Here's another take on why it's so critical what you just said to start it early, do it always, and then continue to replenish it. Because if you think about when you you start as a newer agent, then every conversation that you have, the the first ones are going to be the worst ones of your career. And then a thousand conversations in, they're going to be worse than ones you have six months later, but they're better than the initial ones. So the fact that you're going out and having those conversations, you're going to improve over time. Don't you want to have an opportunity to maybe get back in touch with people that you just were able to get some contact information from early on? And now as your skills have progressed, if things have changed in the market, if things have changed in their plans, you've got that bank to go to and make a withdrawal and talk to those people again. Right now, these conversations are much easier. And I'm not saying that going and getting someone to sign paperwork with you for a listing is much easier today. 
I'm saying the conversation that relate, results in you going and putting someone in your data bank and, and kicking that process off is so much easier because there's so much change happening and the market's so crazy. Everybody wants to talk about real estate. So you can go and pick up the phone and even though it's tougher for buyers not to buy and sellers are ecstatic, like you can pick up the phone with just about anybody and ask to talk about real estate and they're like, okay, let's talk. They've got an opinion. They want to hear your opinion. They want to ask you what you predict. They're going to tell you what they predict. That's a pretty easy conversation to have. So there's not been a better time in recent, in recent years where people are willing to engage. And the other part is if you've been in this market or in your market for a few years and mentally you go, you know what, I've been, I've been working on, on this. I've, I've been paying attention. I've got a good database of people together, a good data bank of people together. Realize right now you have to keep building it because it's being decimated right before your eyes. You have no idea how many people that are because of the turnover. There are people that you had in your in, in your database and they're gone. And so you have to like double down and put more people in there because all it takes to convince you that you're you, you don't have as many people as you thought you did is to go and start working in your data bank. And then you'll find out, my gosh, 25% of them have already sold and they never called me, yeah. right? Yeah, even worse, I never called them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, don't blame it on them. Yeah, it's not their fault. I mean, you put them in a database and they never called them. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I think that, I think that's spot on, Brendan. So, so I always look at building a data bank um, as the first step from going from an agent to an entrepreneur, right? We both, I mean, I'm sure you've read multiple times the book E-Myth by Michael mm -hmm. Gerber. I think one of the best business books ever. Um, and he talks about being a technician and then being an entrepreneur. You know, agents start off as technicians. You're out there, you're fielding phone calls, you're running around all day long, working day and night, you're on the front lines, right? So when you start building a database and turning it into a data bank, okay, then that's your first step from going from a technician to an entrepreneur, going from an agent to a business owner at that point. That's the first step because you want, I mean, none of us, are excited about making phone calls every single day to get business, right? So as you start building this database of you, this is future business for you. Yeah. This is this is come list me calls down the road, you know, if you work it properly. So who doesn't want their life to get easier year after year of being in the business? Yeah. Yeah. This is the way that the this is the tool that you use to get paid in the future mm -hmm. for things that you did today or things that you've done in the past. So very important. And the other thing is it's really cool is when you do start it, there's a there's um, this, this point where everything comes together. Like when we have newer agents come in and they really adopt this, then they start making calls and, and they start filling up their data bank with people. And it's frustrating because their skills aren't that great. And they are making a lot of calls and they're getting a lot of no's, but they feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And then all of a sudden their skills get a little bit better. And then they start getting some calls back from people that they talk with months ago, especially in a market like this, where there is a lot of demand for everybody seems to be talking about and want to make a move. Well, just imagine 12 months goes by and you've got now a 12 month skilled agent who's made a lot of phone calls and has really increased their communication skills. And at the same time, they had a ton of people 
in their data bank from the previous year, well, they're going to keep doing what they're doing with their increased skills. And they're going to find immediate business that helps them right now today. They're going to go find somebody that's ready to move in 30 days. At the same time, what we call the compound effect kicks in in the stuff, the people they were talking to a year ago that were a no, they become a yes. And so now you've got your immediate business that you're going and looking for every single day. That combined with all of your data bank that's starting to pay off. And you can see over the course of two or three years, that's how agents come in from brand new licensee, zero deals, zero, zero experience. And their growth trajectory is just like it's that hockey stick. They start here, see a little bit of success, and then boom, they're all of a sudden they're doing 60, 70, 100 deals in the first three or four years. That's exactly how that happens, right? That, that's exactly how it is. Yeah. And that's how you see, um, you know, like you see agents like my first year, I made 12,000 contacts. So I talked to 12,000 people and I did 42, 41 to 42 deals. Second year, made 8,000 contacts and did 71 deals. Third year, 44,000 contacts and 112 deals. So every single year, because of building a data bank and starting off early with that, I was able to work less hours making outbound calls because I started getting inbound business. I started getting these people calling me that I talked to five years ago. Now all of a sudden, oh, Abe, I've been getting your updates for a while. Mm -hmm. you know, we're going to be in town. Can we talk? I'd like to sell my home or condo. You know, it's, it's because of that compound effect that you're talking about. You just keep building it and building it and then nurture it. And then it's going to all of a sudden start to trickle in little by little every year. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you mentioned earlier, agent to entrepreneur with the e-myth. That's what this podcast is. This is, you know, our goal here is to be able to show how people how to go from um, a new agent all the way through an entrepreneur where and that just basically means that you're freed up. Like you have, you have a business that doesn't necessarily require you to do in year four, what you did in year one, which then means you can keep doing it. I mean, imagine if you still made 12,000 contacts a year, what your personal production of real estate would look like. Yeah. But instead of doing that, you had time freed up to now take other roads and other options and, and create other streams of income that if you still had to do that, and we're only doing 40 deals a year, then you wouldn't, you wouldn't be in that position. So that's really the, it, it creates that freedom for you. Yeah, yeah, and the ability to scale, as you said. So if you don't want the, if you don't want more free time, then then keep making the contacts and building that database, and then you're just going to grow that much quicker and do that yeah. much more in production. Yeah, yeah. So so right now, what? Let's kind of finish up with one or two things. Um, whether you have fifty or five thousand people in your data bank, what are two of the most important things right now that you see that somebody should be doing with their current people? to make sure that they're withdrawn everything that's possible. I, I think the most important thing that you can do with your data bank is, is segmented. But by far, no ifs, ands, or buts, it needs to be segmented. What I mean by that is you've got to create small pockets of people. So this way you're not going into a database and have a thousand people and have no clue who's who and who's doing what. So what you want to do obviously is separate sellers from buyers. That's the most basic segment. And then you want to do what I call ABCD. Right. You want it. What you want to do is you want to take your hottest leads. Okay. The hottest leads for me, each person might be different. For me, it's someone that's going to be listing their home or condo in the next 30 days or very likely to list in the next 30 days. So those people I'm going to tag would call them a, my A leads. Right. So those are going to get segmented in a separate folder or tag, or depending on what CRM you're using, 
but those are going to stand out from the rest. And mm-hmm. then the people that aren't selling in the next 30 days, but might be selling in the next six to 12 months, those are going to be my B lead. So those will also be segmented or separated from the general database. Okay. And then there's going to be um, C leads for me is someone that is not quite going to do something in the next 12 months, but kind of, we've been having a conversation. They're on the fence, maybe a year or two down the road. I'll tag those as a C. And then I've got D, which is the rest of the general database. Okay. But I think it's really important that, you know, when I go in every single morning, every single morning, I open up my CRM and I'm looking at my A leads. And these are the people that I'm talking to on a daily basis because the next conversation is very likely that they're going to list their home. So I think the first thing that you can do, the most important thing, is start to create some sort of segmentation so you're able to filter out people and be able to go in um, as needed to have conversations with them. Um, And another thing to segment them is is where they own. If it's a condo owner versus a home, um, what community they own in, what building they own in. So if I sold sold a condo in a breakers resort, I can go into my CRI right now and pull out every single person that I have that owns their breakers. So then I can actually call them or, or send out a campaign to them or whatever it may be. But I think segmenting by far the most important thing in my opinion to do with your database to start. Yeah. I love that. And, and um, I would say that with a couple things on that, one would be don't get so caught up in trying. I know that people probably um, right now thinking, well, somebody told me I should have hot and nurture and never talk to again. And then somebody else is saying, well, I was just told that A and B leads. Listen, the program you put in place is not what makes the program work. It's what you do with that program. So Abe uses A, B, C, D. If I went and said, Abe, tell me what you do with your A leads, he can tell me this is what I do with my A leads every single day. And then after a certain period of time, if they don't respond or they hit this threshold, they are no longer an A. Okay, well, what do you do with them then? Well, they become this. And now he knows what's going on with that. C leads, he can tell me the exact same thing. That's the important part. Call them what you want. Have two, have three, have five. Make it manageable, though, and run those run those segmented areas of your data bank as if someone was going to come up to you and say, show me all of these and now tell me what your process is for all of them. That's the that's the important part. Don't get hung up. I think a lot of people fail to, to take advantage of this system because they spend so much time trying to figure out this perfect system. And it's not the point. It's that you know what you're doing with them and you've got a certain thing, a certain process in place for all of them, right? That, that's an excellent point. Yeah. The, the, yeah. So, so important. And yeah, you want to call them hot, warm, cold, whatever you want to call them. It doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. It, it's the process and what you do with them. And then also, you know, not being attached, like don't get so caught up in, if you are going to call them hot or a whatever, don't get so caught up with, man, I got, I got to keep them in there. The moment that you feel like, hey, this guy is not so hot anymore, yank him out of there. Yeah. To me, my A folder consumes so much of my time that I want as little people in there as possible, not a lot of people, right? So the more I put in there, the more time consuming it becomes for me. So the moment that I realize that they're not that hot, I'm moving them to B, C, or, or D, or wherever it may be. I'm not going to let them consume my, my, my mind space and my time. Yeah, so huge, especially with, especially with um in in you i'll credit you with getting me paperless in my lead file because i was old school right and had an actual red folder with my hot leads red means hot so i had an actual red folder 
paper leads. And that's what I use. That's what I was trained on. And that's what I have. Now, every day when I came in, I'd have to look at that folder. And when it started getting thicker, I'm like, all right, now I got to go through this folder because there's no way I can work all these. And I'd call them, dump them, throw them away, hand them to somebody else to work. Now that everything is online, then it's easy to like, all of a sudden you look, you run your hot leads, you got 35 hot leads. And I don't even remember who this guy is. Yeah. You have to be in those every single day on those hot ones. And then maybe your next one is, is once a week or whatever your program is. No, no question about it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. Um, Abe, so tell us uh, for those that uh, may want to, you know, interact with you more or, or get a little bit more information on, on what you're doing. I know you're doing some things outside of, um, you know, your personal business, some coaching and stuff like that. Maybe share with uh, the audience how they can get a hold of you and, um, and anything else that you're up to. Yeah, so I mean, the easiest way is on Facebook. Um, just reach out to me, message me, uh, whatever, uh, or go to realestatesalessolutions.com. So Greg and I are doing, uh, we've got a couple of different coaching programs. Um, you as well, we've got some coaching classes on there as well. Uh, we've got Agent Success Academy. Um, that's a group coaching program, very, very low monthly fee. Uh, we're seeing amazing results from that. I've got agents doubling and tripling their production based on those weekly coaching calls that Greg and I do uh, to that group. So if you're interested in that, check it out. Or if you just have a question, you want to shoot me, I'll be more than glad to help in any way I can. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Definitely go to real estate sales solutions. Tons of great content. And you guys have got some really um, good courses on there. And um, also just, we don't, you know, we don't ask for a lot on, uh, on this podcast. We really want to be giving more, but we are going to, I'm using this one in the next couple to remind you and, and ask you for your, for your help and support. If you know anybody through the, um, the southeastern part of North Carolina, we are going into um, and opening a, a new team, new office in the Wilmington, North Carolina market. So if you know anybody there that we should be talking to, we would love to hear from them. And I'm excited to, uh, to be growing that and, um, you know, more to come um, on, on continued growth. And we just want to continue to uh, get you guys the messages and the information that you need. So until next time, please subscribe and uh, give us a like and a review and uh, helps us uh, continue to bring you guys the content and the topics that you guys want to talk about. So Abe, thanks again. I appreciate you hopping on here and we'll uh, talk again soon, I'm sure. My pleasure, Brendan. Enjoy. Talk soon.